following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday. We've done it, guys. You've rode through the entire offseason, and here we are now. It is the dawn of a new season. Tomorrow night, depending on when you're listening to this, the league starts again. Gary, how are you? Uh, I'm excited. I'm like a kid in a candy shop. We got football back, all of the work we put in for the offseason, and all the draft prep, and this fantasy talk we've been doing, now it's all coming to fruition. Yeah, well, we'll talk on a couple things here today. Make it real short and sweet. I think the more in-depth episode really is probably going to be um, our Friday episode as we really get to dive in deep to the weekend slate of games for your week one of fantasy. Hopefully, everything went well. You took some of our advice, and we could help you through some drafts. Uh, I know I'm actually going and drafting right now, starting in 5 4 Three, two, one. So yeah, I'm dual. Uh, I'm doing multiple things here, uh, but we're gonna sit down. We'll talk about it, Gary. We've had some injuries this weekend. Um, Justice Hill, the second Ravens running back to be on the IR for the year after he ruptures his Achilles, leads directly in to us seeing. I mean, so that I didn't expect to see Le'Veon Bell is a Baltimore Raven. Yeah, and I mean, it is kind of cool because now he's going to get a crack at his old team twice a year. So, And you've got to think behind a better offensive line, the fact that he's going to probably get reps because I don't know how much they do like Tyson Williams. And uh, if he does well, that might be a thing for Justice Hill not to be... I don't know if Justice Hill is going to be back. Right. Um, if, if Le'Veon Bell, he could end up being the number two guy next year. We'll see what happens if Gus Edwards really can take the take the load. But if, if Le'Veon Bell's getting those reps and showing he's still got it, he might be a number two back next year. Absolutely. Uh, but, I mean, it's it's where we're at here. It's The, the league's gone a little wonky in the last couple days. Um, I, I mean, since the last time we were on there, I know we did discuss slightly J.K. Dobbin down for the year. Um for tomorrow's game, for the Thursday night slate, uh, we are really dealing with some some serious questions here with Dallas. Zach Martin will not be playing this week. Um, it does not bode well for the run game or the passing game. No, uh, and he's, I mean, an all-pro guard. He's he's proven time and time again why he's as talented and as good as he is. And you got to wait to see what's going to happen. And, and it's, I guess, beyond just being that, now your your main concern has to be okay. What do we do and how do we do? We're we're missing our best lineman and we have a quarterback coming off a serious leg injury. Right. Um, we we get to kind of keep jumping, running, and figuring things out though, Gary. There's uh there's a lot to be added here. We've 
we, we've made it through. We've seen some some stuff. I, I I mean, one of the things I saw today, and I don't even I didn't even get a chance to tell you about this shot. Uh, currently on the Detroit Lions depth chart, Amon or St. Brown is listed as the number five wide receiver on the depth chart. Hmm. And that's not great for stuff that we've been very high on all, all year. But their depth chart doesn't actively list a slot receiver. Right. So, so he, that could be, as the outside guy, they might consider him a number two at the slot or number one at the slot. We don't know. We'll see what happens when when um, they start playing and through the first couple weeks of the season. But you've got to think that that's who they would use in the slot, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, who else do they got that's, you know... Worthy of it's it's one of those things position. where I mean I they got Kadero Hodge they got uh, Trinity Benson both guys who were picked up late last week who aren't bad options um, they're guys that you, you I think you're going to start seeing a lot of people really f- take flyers on um, because someone's got to catch passes there right however we all noticed throughout the offseason that a lot of what we saw going on with Jared Goff was him throwing to his, his short routes, his tight end and his slot receiver and yeah. his his running backs. It's going to be a very boring excuse me, a very boring offense but a, efficient. Yeah. Um and it doesn't have to be pretty, but here's the thing if it's if it's 10 yards and and moving the chains and even if they can't punch it in, guess what? That's a lot of receptions a game for that Detroit offense. Uh that that bodes well for TJ Hawkinson. It bodes well for Amonra St. Brown. Uh, more news out of there, and it bodes well for him as well, is they're expecting all signs to go for DeAndre Swift. He was dealing with a groin. People were a little concerned. Okay, can he, can't he, can he, can't he? And it's looking like now they're going to green light him, and he should be seeing a full set of reps there uh, to start the, the season off. The other big one, I guess, especially because of the, the nature of the injury, Gio Bernard... Uh, actually had a high ankle sprain, and there was concern that he wasn't going to be able to uh, really bounce back at the levels that they were hopeful he could. And now all signs are saying that he also should be okay to go. That's good because the high ankle sprains, I believe, are the ones that are That usually are six to eight weeks and they Mm -hmm. linger. Um, And the fact that he was only a couple weeks out of the preseason there it must have been like a, I forget what they graded. They them. called it a they called it a mild. A mild so it wasn't it wasn't like a, 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 a severe. It was probably a grade one, grade one sprain. Um, and I, I listen, man. As goofy as it is, no matter what you do, whenever you sprain an ankle, that that shit lingers. I did. I sprained my ankle 14 years ago, and that ankle acts up still, time and time again, for no reason outside of just it's obnoxious. But uh, it, it, this is where you really step. You see what do you got? How are you gonna do it? It's it's something, man. Gary, anything you want to touch on of recent news here? Um, no, I mean, I'm just ex- I'm just excited, man. It just <laughs> dude, it's I I mean, the fact of it being a, it's, for us being Bills fans, it's Tom Brady versus the Cowboys, and you and I are gonna sit there and watch that game like children watching for Santa Claus on Christmas. And the fact that <clears throat> it fell on like a a week like a Monday where. It's a short week, you know. Yeah. Um, you can't be happier about that, that's for sure. Uh, I'm sitting here. I mean, we're we're getting ready, and it's time to kind of diagnose at least the players in this game. Um, 
CD Lamb is a player where you got to be a little concerned. Tampa's defense is violent. <coughs> it's right. scary, and they know what they're doing. However, it's the, either going to be a shootout or it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a shootout. I do. I Tampa's starting safety is not playing. Jordan Whitehead, I think it is. Uh, he's missing the game. The I mean, Tampa obviously retained all component key players from the Super Bowl. However, that doesn't mean that it's all easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You're all set to go on this. Uh, as of right now, you got to be a little concerned. Is Zeke Elliott going to pick back up where he was before Dak got hurt? Or are we going to see it be a dual, dual rep kind of scenario? Um, I think at least week one, you're probably looking more of a dual rep scenario. I, yeah. I don't think I'm putting my trust in Zeke right away. Right. I think Dak makes Zeke a better player. I'm not going to say he doesn't, but I don't think I'm at the feelings where... Uh, I think we're going to see... Excuse me. I think we're going to see a reduction in touches for Zeke, and it's going to be more of a let's see what Dak can do, and they're going to just throw it all over the field. Absolutely. Um, it's definitely one of those how how do we approach it kind of style uh, situations here. There's, there's there really is a lot. I don't like this pick, but I'll do that. I'll, I'll pick that for Gary. What? Getting Darren Waller in the third. That's not a bad pick. Uh, is it a dynasty? Or it's it? not. But I was I was looking at that point in time at uh, Terry McLaren who went two picks before me. Uh-oh. But I also have Joe Mixon, uh, Joe Mixon, Tariq Hill, and Darren Waller already on this roster. That's not bad. And bonus points to returners. And Tariq Hill's still the returner in Kansas City. So mm-hmm. Tariq Hill not only ends up being what should be one of the top receivers there, he gets bonus points to be the top receivers in this league with the scoring yeah, format. Yeah, that's solid. Um, but it's... It, I, I don't like saying it, but I think one of the big names that I'm very, very into is Ronald Jones this week. Yeah. Dallas had a very poor run defense last year. I just don't trust the running back backfield right now. I don't either, but Ronald Jones strung together after a after a horrid start last year. Ronald Jones put together a very nice crack at being the top guy there. And he was stringing 15 plus points together mm-hmm. almost weekly. Uh, I don't know if that's a yes, this will happen again, but I'd be willing to throw my money to it. Like, okay, I, I kind of like this option. Um, the, you, you're, I'm really, you're really sitting here hoping, obviously, Ronald Jones is your guy. I don't know which way to go in hoping which wide receiver is your guy this week. Mike Evans is going to be the, the touchdown target, but if he goes back to where he was last year, Godwin saw most of the, most of the Midfield targets, Evans was his touchdown vulture. Um, in terms of where that means from here, mm-hmm. uh, you know, does Evans hold that up with OJ Howard coming back and Gronk getting healthier? It's uh, Mike it's Evans just, is going to be. It's tough because there's a lot of miles of the feed. Yes, and Evans going to be very boomer bust this year, I think, mm-hmm. because of that situation. He's going to be touchdown dependent. Very. Um, it's you're gonna have to figure that out, and that is it, like I mean they didn't cut Cameron Bright. They lost their tight end who who led the team 
in uh, in yards in the in the preseason there. And they still have Cameron Brate who who can vulge touchdowns. They still have I mean they have Leonard Fournette who might be getting goal line who's touches. gonna probably get goal line touches. You've got you have Gio Bernard who's gonna come in, in your goal line sets as a receiving back mm-hmm. who can get that four yard dump in a cloud of dust. Mm-hmm. I mean they love Antonio Brown at the goal line. There's just there's so much. It's uh there's a whole bunch going on to who, how, when and where. Brady's obviously gonna be Brady. Right. You've got this many weapons. If you if you got your hands on Tom Brady, you're probably already in good shape. You either you've got him as a late guy and you're playing matchups, but I, I mean I wouldn't tell you to not play him against Dallas. Did you see the news that came out that he admitted he had COVID after the Super Bowl? No, I didn't see that at all. I don't know. I don't. I, I got to see where I found it from, but I, I saw something that said Tom Brady did an interview where he said he had COVID after the boat thing. I just. Uh, 45th pick in the draft. I just had somebody take James Conner in this league. Oh, my. Um, so that's an intriguing one. Live uh, live talking oh about this draft. Bro. Thank you, Jen. Yeah, I'm intrigued to hear about this COVID situation. Ow. Yeah, Schefter tweeted it. Tom Brady told the Tampa Bay Times, this was tweeted two days ago, that not only did he... He not only did both his parents test positive last year for COVID-19, he himself was diagnosed with it in February. Brady revealed that he tested positive for the virus just after the Bucks Super Bowl boat parade. Yikes. Uh, we didn't touch on this earlier in the in the uh, podcast. Latavius Murray uh, has been caught by the Saints efficient, or effectively handing Tony Jones Jr. the backup role. Um, Joey Sly was signed to Houston as a backup kicker. The Houston Texans have listed that Terod Taylor will indeed be their starter. You got to think: is this uh, waiting to see Deshaun Watson's like verdict, or is it like a hey, we're keeping him on the shelf because we know there's a trade coming? We're just waiting for the it's, right. I think it's the trade. I don't think they care about the verdict at this point. I th- I think Houston wants him healthy so they can move him with any and all costs. Um, I, it's, it's a, it's a very, very I weird still have situation. A sick feeling in my stomach that it's Miami. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't shock me. Miami's got the parts to pull it off <clears> is the <throat> thing. If they want to, they could. The same person who. Unless it's a straight up Aaron Rodgers for, for Deshaun. Who knows, man? There's a lot of options of how and what's going to happen this year and I love all of it. Yeah. Gary, who's my favorite receiver in the in the mid twenties? In the mid twenties? Who's on the board? Brandon Ayuk, baby. Oh there you go. <laughs> all the time. Gotta love him. Well I was gonna I was gonna guess Cooper Cup. No, Cooper went uh quite a bit earlier in this. I'm trying to figure out if I want to go running back or receiver here now would be the thing. Or if Dak falls, do I go Dak? You can never have enough running backs. No, you can't, and that's it. Chase Edmonds might be a viable option here for that. So many people shit on him because they're like, oh, he's not Our uh, he's friend, not friend of the show, Joe Pizapia, I'm not a fan of him. Yeah, I know, but um, I think he'll be okay. I do too, and that's why I keep holding as much in a, as I can. But, I mean, for the for the roster I just put together through five rounds, Tariq Hill, Brandon Ayuk, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Swift, Darren Waller, uh, not high on my two running backs, 
But they should be two guys that should be able to reliably get me points. Speaking weekly. of roster, how did Charlie like his team that I drafted? He never him? texted me about it. Hmm. Uh, Gary sat in last week in, in my other league and drafted uh, for my wife's cousin, who couldn't make it to the draft, uh, effectively really putting together a nice nice little bit there. Uh, Gary, I might have to go with my third receiver here. T. Higgins may be falling down this board to me. If he falls, I would take him. I mean, I wouldn't be against Hill, Ayuk, and Higgins. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, is there really anything else fantasy relevant with one game on the slate that we really want to talk about this week? Um, it's it, There really isn't a whole bunch in that game, fantasy-wise, that I think is going to hold up a whole bunch of relevancy Everybody's going to have players for them, if we're being fair. You're going to have people on that. I have. This is going to die. I have um, C.D. Lamb and um, Cooper playing for Thursday. I don't think I have anybody else, though. Ooh. I didn't draft oh, anybody I'm not for T. Higgins. I think he's a better option. I had to do it, man. Who? Deontay Johnson. I think he's going to see a boatload of targets, and it's at least a guarantee from that. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this is what happens when you're in a million leagues. Somehow you always end up drafting a couple big drafts late. I mean, tomorrow night at 9, uh, so as of releasing this today at 9, I'll be sitting here drafting a, a, a three-hour auction draft. Mm-hmm. That's a West Coast time frame auction draft, which means it'll 9 o'clock our time, East Coast. Um, I there, There's a lot going fantasy-wise. I'm going to run down the slate of Week 1 NFL games here. Gary, we'll talk about any of these that uh, you might. NFL Week 1 NFL games. Uh, so Week 1, we are starting Thursday. We will delve further into these games on the Friday episode. Seahawks at the Colts, Jaguars at the Texans, the Eagles at the Falcons, the Chargers at the Washington football team, Pittsburgh at Buffalo, the 49ers at the Lions, the Vikings at the Bengals, the Jets at the Panthers, the Cardinals at the Titans, the Browns at the Chiefs, the Dolphins at the Pats, Broncos at the Giants, Packers at the Saints, Bears at the Rams, and the Ravens at the Raiders. You know what I realized here, Gary? What? The first year in a very long time that they, I don't believe, have uh, two Monday night games. Usually there's like a late Usually it's West a Coast 7 game. o'clock and a, late, and a late slate game. And I'm not seeing that this year. Hmm. Uh, we... Gary, any of those really... I mean, obviously, you know, Buffalo... We'll, we'll be watching Buffalo-Pittsburgh. Any of those games really stick out to you, though, for this weekend? I'm. I like the uh, Atlanta Philly game. Yeah, I think that game's going to be high scoring with poor defense. Yes, I think both teams are going to score a lot. I was just looking at my roster here because I'm like, well, do I start Jalen Hurts against Atlanta or do I start start Burrow versus Minnesota? And Hurts has a higher um, points predicted, but it's like, I think Burrow has more weapons, so I'm a little yeah. conflicted. Well, wait. Cincinnati, it? you you said you said Cincy Atlanta. At, since he's at Minnesota and Philadelphia's okay. at Atlanta. Oh, for your starters there. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I think I'd stay with Burrow as your starter this week, honestly. Ooh, I am getting into the nitty-gritty here, Gary. I'd be the last guy to take quarterback. I could go Carson Wentz at Seattle. Because we know Seattle's not really... Providing he looks healthy, I guess would be the thing. Because he had the COVID scare, he had the foot injury. Because he could light up the board, but then I start him, and he looks like shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I completely agree. I'll go with Burrow, I think. See what happens. Burrow versus Minnesota. I have kickers coming off the board in this league already. Yikes. And I haven't even taken a quarterback yet. This league gives me headaches, man. Straight by your Headaches. You give me headaches. Trey Sermon is still there at pick, uh, pick 90, and I'm going to have to go quarterback because of how everybody here gets with quarterbacks. Let's see here. Ooh, that's a that's a good game too. Um, Chargers versus Washington. Yeah, uh, I'm intrigued by that because the Washington football team is really a team that I like watching uh, to try to figure out how they're really going to be. They they were fun last year. You and I really liked them last year. Yep. And I can't see them. Uh, Regressing, I, I honestly think they'll be better. The defense has been terrifying. Chase Young murdered a man in preseason. Yeah, he did. Uh, but Gary, I think that's about it, man. We uh, we will be back really covering the rest of those games with more in-depth detail on Friday and a little bit of coverage from the Thursday night game as well. Guys, we made it. We're here. It's time to really buckle down. Let's win some fantasy games. If you're listening to this, don't forget to tune in live on Sunday. We will be on at 10.30, right, Gary? Yeah, 10.30, 10.30, 10.30 on our Facebook and our Twitch uh, channel at Tiki Tribe TV. Uh, shout out to our first sponsor of the show, Chicken Dippin', uh, located out of Texas. What goes better with football than some chicken wings? And what goes better with chicken wings than... Blue cheese, right. chicken dippings, all hand or all stainless steel cups or plastic, if you'd prefer to uh, have one users, uh, are meant for you to dip those wonderful, wonderful chicken wings and submerge the entire wing instead of just dipping the tip. That's right, guys. We're done with just the tip. And you know what? Like a lot of these pizza places or wherever you get these wing cups from like the regular blue cheese ones it's tough to get the blue cheese out sometimes you can't really cover the whole wing but the way that they're made it's almost like a bathtub almost yeah you can it's, literally it's meant to be a tub you can literally wings. get all of the blue cheese around all the wing it's great we, we tried them at wing fest um kyle is a great guy yeah. no not me no, that's him uh but kyle is the creator of chicken dipping uh Check them out on their website, www.chickendippin.com, uh, or on their Instagram at chicken underscore dippin'. Uh, we're happy to have them on board and happy to be uh, really getting under underway here. But, guys, until next time, you guys have a great weekend. Go whatever your team is, and don't forget to dial in. Let's win you guys some money in fantasy. Unless you're a Steelers fan this week. I'm sorry. Yeah, if you're a Steelers fan this week, don't go your team. Sorry. Go Bills. But, guys... We'll talk to you next time, and until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts, and we'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.